Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. This episode of the IGN UK podcast is brought to you by Fallout 4. Out now. Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. I'm joined by Chris Tilley. Uh, Duck Hunt. And Daniel Creek. Hello. Uh, on this week's podcast, we're going to talk about some of the biggest stuff that's happened this year. Uh, starting with Call of Duty Black Ops 3. Now, I've been playing a bit of Black Ops 3. I'm not particularly interested in it, even though we gave it a 9.2. But the one thing that I do like about it, or I think is at least interesting, is zombies. Now, Rory's a huge zombies fan. We've played Just in general. One. Yes, exactly. Just in general. But it's got some huge stars uh, as the cast. Has it? Yes. Okay, what's a huge star? Well, in gaming... <laughs> you said it. That's you said it. on the back for Alex. In gaming terms. Prove okay. yourself. So you've got... The four main characters are Jeff Goldblum. Huge star. Ron Perman. He's big tall. star, big star. Tall. Heather Graham. Huge. I mean, she's she's huge star. And then uh, Neil McDonough. <laughs> who you didn't know until <laughs> just now. Well, I, I knew who he was. I didn't know what his name was. Well, you what? do know him. He's Dum Dum Dugan from Captain America. Right. Yeah. Do you know, you know well, Dum he's Dum? in Band of Brothers. Is it not a Dum Dum, a type of donut? Oh, that's a yum yum. Why are you talking about donuts? He that... said Neil McDonough. I wouldn't say. <laughs> did that, oh, yeah, did that good pass point. you by? <laughs> good point. I wouldn't say it's a donut. It's probably it, a it's, similar it's um, a batter. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Similar finish. And then you cook it in a similar way, I think. He's got yeah. haunting eyes. What, the yum yum? Yeah, uh, the dum dum. So, And then it's also the man who plays the Shadow Man is Jean Luc Picard. I can't remember his real name. Richard Ricardo? Patrick Stewart? No. Why is he Jean Luc Picard? Uh, it's because his surname sounds a bit like Ricardo. Ah, okay. It sounds it's, more it's like. Not, it's not really Jean Luc Picard. Probably, probably you should say it's Robert. Picard, Robert Picard, and he was okay. he was the um, he was Doctor Lewis Zimmerman in Deep Space Nine, and then he came back as Voyager as a Doctor, See? the Doctor as a hologram. There is a Star Trek time engaged. Yeah. yeah. So where is this conversation going? Anyway, so Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> <laughs> so my point with Jeff Goldblum, yeah, all right, okay, he's not perhaps not the world's biggest star now. Yeah. But uh, he's fantastic in this. He's he, well, he's well known. He's great in this. Yeah. But I also would say it's probably the best thing he's done in a long time as well. Apart from my favourite film of last year, Grand Budapest Hotel. I've not seen that. Was he good mm. in that? The Oscar-winning Grand Budapest Hotel. He's good in it. Was he the lead? No. He was also there in Mordecai. Is. So, it's a mixed year for Jeff. Well, yeah, I want to talk about whether he's A-list post- or B-list, yeah. but I thought, could we, do you want to do that now? No, we'll, yeah, go, we'll go to it. that in a minute. Yeah, okay. let's, so, got, let's get to the point. Let's just kind of outline, for those who haven't played the game, so there are four characters within Zombies. Each of these uh, actors plays one of those characters. So, Goldblum plays a kind of like, um, uh, not a wizard, a magician. <laughs> so I was trying to think, what's a real-life well, wizard called? using a real me? thing for a... Yes. Well, I made that mistake in an interview recently with one of the stars of Warcraft, and it didn't go particularly well. Oh, really? Yeah, I said, what was it like playing a magician? He got quite angry. So you did the opposite I of did. what I did. Yeah. yeah. Similar thing it's happened. on the Superhero Show last week, if you want to check it out. Yeah, okay. before. Why is it on the Superhero Show? Because we were talking about X-Men. No, it's not on the Superhero Show, that bit. Just okay. another awkward <laughs> bit from the interview. <laughs> oh, go back to what you were saying. <laughs> Heather Graham plays a... <laughs> I think a hooker is too strong a term, but a lady of the night. Uh, well, you just anyway, did it. <laughs> too strong a term. <laughs> yeah, but like, you don't actually see a... It's disrespectful. Hook? 
Is that what hookers do? <laughs> I'm <laughs> out. Hooking. <laughs> Ron Perlman plays a boxer who has like Boxy. knuckle dusters inside his gloves. Cheap. I don't know where this is going. He's a cheat. <laughs> You came up with it. And then, and then, and then Jean-Luc Picard is the captain of the Enterprise. Hell no. Should we just, um, should we just call it a day? No, tell me, tell me whether Jeff Goldblum is the no, first no, 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 no. I want to talk about this first. I think Jeff Goldblum's really good in this game because he's obviously just gone into a studio. They give him a bunch of lines and say, read these lines in the most Jeff Goldblum way that you can possibly do. But it and works. he does a fantastic job of it. Yeah. He's, he's really like, good at being Jeff Goldblum. Well, yeah, he's yeah. very good at that. He's very good at being Jeff Goldblum, making funny noises and having very long hands. <laughs> <laughs> do you know that? He's got massive hands, has he? Yeah, he's a very talented pianist. He's got, really, he's got really weird long like child catcher hands weirdly the other day two different friends of mine had posted pictures on Facebook of them with Jeff Goldblum at the same uh, jazz gig yeah he, he, did, he did a gig in LA not long ago playing piano with his long hands yeah. and, um, is a long hands and long yeah, fingers no both he can play piano from across the room that's arms yeah no fingers they're that long or is it yeah. this is palms big, it's big palms it's like the Babadook you guys are having a great time. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit more at Alex Lapping. I'm a little bit lost. Anyway, yeah, let's get back. Okay, let's well, he's doing an advert as well. He's everywhere. He, he is. He's done a Christmas advert, uh, one of which involves him teaching people how to act when they get a present they don't want and pretend they like it. That's and really apparently, uh, two other companies have done that same advert this Christmas. So this uh, Christmas, there's three adverts in rotation with the same. Not, not all Jeff Goldblum. No, no. <laughs> that'd be amazing. <laughs> He's shopping the idea around. <laughs> so, is, is Jeff Goldblum A-list or B-list, Chris? Well, our colleagues at the Football Ramble had this argument recently with some of their listeners uh, because uh, Luke's very much a big Jeff Goldblum fan and says he's A-list, yep. whereas I would say he's B-list. I wouldn't say he's done anything A-list for a while. I mean, I'm going to give you a list now. Uh, Mortigai, Morning Glory, The Switch... Spinning Boris Dallas 362 Adam Resurrected these are all are you, movies he's made in the last decade are you saying you wouldn't put him on a par with like Chris Pratt or someone like that no oh. definitely not I think A-list uh, in terms of fame he's certainly got fame but yeah. he can't like a real A-lister can open a movie he can't open a movie no, no one's going to go and I'm see a movie because he's in it yeah. and the, my, my little bit of evidence I have is I recently went on the set of Independence Day 2 Independence Day Resurgence and uh, the director Roland Emmerich was talking about the fact that Will Smith didn't want to do the movie right. he kind of pulled out and I think he was trying to do damage limitation about the fact that Will Smith had left the project but equally I actually saw his point he said he didn't want to do it but I'm kind of glad because the point with Independence Day was no one was that famous in it no one was A-list in the first movie right. so you didn't know who was going to die it was before Will Smith it was the one that made Will yeah. Smith famous right. yeah, yeah. so it's like an old fashioned disaster movie where you, anyone can go he said if he was in this movie and we did want him but he didn't want to do it it would suddenly become a Will Smith movie yeah. and he'd have to be the hero and this and that and he said that's not what this is the, the, the point of Independence Day is it's bigger than any of the actors in it it's about the aliens and, yep. the, and the event and so he basically said effectively that he is uh, Jeff Goldman is B-list that's why he's in the yeah. movie and, that means he's ex- he, and, and he dies in the movie he's expendable so was yeah. apart from The Fly and The Fly 2 was Goldblum ever A-list Jurassic Park yeah but like 
Again, it was Jurassic Park, wasn't it, rather than I, the people in it? Yeah, but well, and, and I think and he was a, what, what do you think of A-list? Because we've said A-list is opening a movie, but then there's stars who you could maybe say are A-list that, you know, aren't leading man, leading lady material, yeah. but they're still A-list. Mm. He is Mr. B-movie, though. He has done a hell of a lot of B-movies. Yeah. Earth Girls Are Easy, Transylvania 5-6000. Just I'm thinking of the ones in the 80s that he did. So maybe... You, you bring him in to add a little bit of spice to your movie. He's like... But what spice? I mean, what spice? Yeah, amazing spice. He's unique. Oh, I thought that was literally a question. What yeah. spice? What, no, it's one of, what, one of his what, films what, from oh, the early 90s. Oh, what spice would he be? No, it's a joke. <laughs> a cardamom. <laughs> um, but so maybe he's found his calling in life. Maybe he's a brilliant... Or Call of Duty Zombies. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe... I just meant video games, okay. Daniel. Okay. He's got a great voice. He's really good at reactions. Like that's the thing. Like a lot of things you remember in Jurassic World when he does like the weird like chortle laughing. <laughs> like put that as a soundbite in a game. Great. He's so. having a resurgence. He'll have a resurgence because of Independence Day resurgence. Mm. And we all know that he's going to be, if not in the next Jurassic Park, and then the one after. I think there's be, no doubt. I reckon he'll bring him back. He's, he has to. Because I was just yeah. about to ask the question: Did he die? But I don't think he no. did. Definitely didn't. No. I think they'll have both him and Alan Grant in the same movie because they've not yet done that because they had them in different sequels put them together what about Perlman A-list or B-list no B-list he's definitely B-list definitely B-list so they're all B-list is what they're really good like yeah. B-list but Heather, Heather is, Graham was B-list now she's she might have dropped down to C yeah apart from Hangover yeah because it's long like what was the last massive thing she did Austin Powers that was a long time ago. That was a ago. long time ago. Swingers, yeah. Um, and then and then Dum Dum Dugan. Yeah. Well, he's in Desperate Housewives. But the point is, have they just cast the right people for the right roles? They're not really looking for it. But, but, they're they're finding... but they're going for that feel. They're going for the exploitation yeah, yeah, yeah. vibe to it. That's it's, the whole point of the zombies feel. It's like... Cult. I'm seeing cult. Mm, okay. These are cult actors in cult movies and they're playing zombies in it but the thing I liked is that obviously you recognise Perlman straight away you recognise Goldblum straight away I had to look up the other two I, I you didn't know what Heather Graham looked like well it's, she doesn't really look like Heather Graham in, in the game sure I know what she looks like but and similarly the um, the other guy Jean-Luc Picard whose name I can't remember again and Neil McDonough just, yeah him yeah, um, yeah, Neil McDonough I uh, I didn't know it didn't look like him in the game he just looks like a, he's a kind of a cop that's washed up on his luck. God damn. But they're good in the game. They're very it's good in really the game. It's a really weird setup as well. It's like 1920s, 30s noir film meets Blade Runner and then there's zombie squids running around. It doesn't make any sense. No, it's just all nuts. But does it it's work? Nuts. Does it work? It's fun. Combination. So alongside the, the kind of uh, the kind of single player story mode, which, which is, is really set in the future, and it, it's exactly that. It's so kind of really, serious. Yeah. And trying to tackle kind of a real world problem. It's bloody awful. I do not like it at all. Mm. But this completely, it's a complete juxtaposition from that. Like completely separate. I'd almost like the entire game to be that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like yeah. going through weird settings, throwing everything at it. Like the fact that we're fight, like fighting wasps that explode in your face, and then you can turn into a squid that just zooms around yeah. the level. It feels a little it's bit really like you know with Pixar films. Nuts. Obviously, they've got the big thing, but the the shorts at the beginning they can just experiment and do crazy stuff with. It feels a bit like I feel that. like they're it's a like, bit off the chain for that. But yeah, <clears> you yeah. Gotta like be creative and do whatever you want, and it works. So I wonder if that will become shift further up. Yeah, a kind of tier in terms of well I'm sure a lot of people bite for zombies already Call of yeah. Duty Advanced Magic um, I just yeah. have the next one 
Well, if there's another game set in the future in terms of like a Call of Duty game or Battlefield, I am not going to play it. You're at I'm I'm done with shooting robots in the face. It's just you're dropping the mic. Yeah. Well, I don't want that attitude when the future war comes. <laughs> I don't think that will happen in my lifetime. Well, you don't know. I don't know. You don't know. I don't know. That's the that's the thing. They didn't know. That is the thing. Anyway. Shall we move on to the good and bad stuff? Yeah, I mean, I, I genuinely don't know what we achieved with that conversation, but it was fun. I'm just saying it's nice to have Jeff Goldblum back, and it looks like he's found a place where he can excel. Yeah, yeah, he's found a home. He's having a resurgence. Yes. So, last week we uh, said that we were short of ideas for the good and the bad parts yeah. uh, of this podcast. So we've been sent a lot, uh, mainly by Richard Crossley. So uh, he's got a ton here. Golden Glow... Or yellow snow. Good. Warm socks. Deadly pox. Extreme. Not sh- really sure how they're related apart from the fact they rhyme. But anyway. Yeah. Jeremy Corbyn. Jeremy Hunt. Oh, polit- political. Politi- mm. political. Even political. says political. A bit highbrow for us, that one. Top beer or top gear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Used to like top gear, though, so... Mm. I like top gear. MVP or I need a pee. He even admits that he's clutching the straws here. Yeah. Victoria Line or Northern Line? Yeah, very London centric. These are weak. These are weak. I'm just reading what's on the paper. We don't have to read everything out. Well, I'm going to. Well hung or hungover? Yeah, yeah that's good. Uh, and they sent a separate email saying lush or thrush. Mm. Oh yeah, excellent. <laughs> We've all been there. Have you got any? I have. Uh, got any thrush? <laughs> well, <laughs> Um, this is from Steve. I mean, it wasn't. No one highlighted the name, so you should always do that for the podcast. I think you can read that. Um, just saying. Uh, so the excellent and the excrement. Yeah. Like it? It's okay. So it's not as easy as you think, is it? I think it's very easy, but well, the on, shinola then. and the shit. <laughs> the what? Shinola oh. and the shit. What's the shinola? It's an old phrase. Is it shit or shinola? Yeah. Sure, sure, I'll get off the pot. Uh, the pink and the stink. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> I like that even, even Dale's having a little laugh in the, in the, in the room over there. Uh, <laughs> the crumpet and the crap. <laughs> these are excellent, actually. Thank you for these, Steve. The, uh, the awesome and the arse. Right. I don't really want to read the last one out. Go on. Uh, the sublime and the sputum. Oh, the fact that you you read the pink Ryan. and the stink. Well, I wasn't expecting it to go there. I saw pink and I thought it. it'll just be a, a, a dark colour or something. Right. Yeah. Uh, and also, just finally from uh, Andy Jacobs, uh, woo woo or poo poo. <laughs> the, the bar's very high with that one. Yeah. I guess what's woo woo? Is that the cocktail woo woo? Yeah. Well, that's the only woo woo I know of. <laughs> Probably. We'll go with that. Should we research woo woo a bit more? Um, Billy Milby yeah send these in jam or spam mm-hmm. grand or bland yeah wine king spanking depends what you're into I was going to say I bet some mm. people like both equally bee's knees fleas disease sweet tickles sour <laughs> What's pickles fleas disease <laughs> well it's plague isn't it <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Was okay. it not the fleas on rats that carried plague? I don't know. The plague wouldn't rhyme with bees, so he's put fleas disease. He's thought about it, Billy. What, Cheers, what's, Billy. What's the next one? Sweet tickle, sour pickle. 
That's not even funny. Tight or shite. Good. Pac-Man or Taxman. Mario Sonic. We're Harsh. We're fading away. Evil Knives, Bow Evil. <laughs> what, Pac-Man or Paxman? Yeah. Do you well, not I think, think Paxman like is good? Both. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Don't have to choose. Don't have to choose. Paxman uh, once interviewed my dad. Did he? Yeah. About what? Uh, about uh, his business. He gave him a grilling on stage in front of what? a thousand people. Really? Yeah, my dad became chairman of two companies that merged, and all the employees wanted to know what was going to happen in the future. And so and they got Paxman. They got Paxman. <laughs> oh my, my dad on stage. No, I thought it was, a, it was a very good idea. I got the video somewhere. It's pretty good, actually. He's really tough on my dad as well. But my dad's pretty smart. And like afterwards, he said to he said to my dad, "You should be a politician, not a, not not a businessman." Right. Anyway. Imagine that though. It's like coming for a job interview. Got Paxman to do it. <laughs> it was a long time before Paxman was like the Rottweiler, but it's right. still yeah. like you yeah. can still see it, you can see it there. That's where you like learn his, his trade on your dad. Just we should have got Paxman to interview Jeff when Jeff joined our boss. <laughs> do you think? Yeah. <laughs> I know you're listening, Jeff. I've got a few more uh, suggestions. Uh, Blake Brett says silky drawers or crack whores. Okay. I mean, how long is this going to go on for? <laughs> a while. <laughs> and pretty much all feedback from last week was this. Uh, Redline or Breadline. Uh, last one. Oliver Lysett, Buff or Guff? <laughs> Buff or Guff? Just like Excellent. A, Thank you yeah. for them, everyone. Have you got any more? I've got some more, oh, but maybe right. save them. Maybe save <laughs> this them. Is, this is a treat. Maybe I'm, save them. I'm going to say maybe, maybe people that are writing in, we appreciate them. Thank you. Keep them coming. But maybe just whittle them down to your best one. Just the one. Just the one. Just a really strong you put one. Put it all into is that one. Is there an incentive? People are, just, people are just chucking them out now. They're not even trying with some of them. Well, go on then. You come up with a good one. I will. Are you right. saying Chuck Sips is not tried with whoop or poop? Because <laughs> I think that's offensive to Chuck. Anyway. Thanks, I've, Chuck. I've tried this week because our good stuff is Pip-Boy. Oh, yeah. And you'll just have to wait to find out what the bad stuff is. Because mm, there's going to be a problem when that comes up. Is there? Yes. Okay. Oh, same. <laughs> Good. Uh, so, obviously, the biggest thing to happen this week, Fallout 4 uh, came out on Tuesday. Krupa, you've been playing a lot. Yeah, I, I had um, a week off work last week, um, unrelated, and I got a copy of Fallout 4, and I played it for about 10 hours, and I think I basically did nothing of note. Um, basically takes that long to kind of like really get into It's huge. I think yeah. I've, our reviewer, Dan Stapleton, reach some sense of an ending around 55 hours in right. but you know if you played out Fallout before you can play this for hundreds and hundreds of yep. hours because it's not like you know there is a story to pursue but most of it is basically you know exploring finding things to do meeting people creating your own game within that game I spent a lot of time um, so there's um a place where you live before you go into the vault and you get cryogenically frozen this is not spoilers after the bomb goes off you kind of use that as a base and you can um, tear down buildings and build stuff you have to like basically build a city and eventually right. throughout the game you recruit people to come back to your town yeah I spent hours doing that just tidying um, there's loads of fences that were broken I spent hours just take, tearing down these fences what? you spent hours tearing down fences yeah well, it was a mess this is supposed to be enjoyable it was a mess the apocalypse it, it, oh it made a right so that was part of my problem um, on a related note with Skyrim is that uh, made by the same company but for the first hour or two of that and I've got a very short attention span um, I had to walk up a really big hill and when I got to the top <laughs> Um, I, I thought I was a hero, but it was this guy was just like, "Can you sharpen these swords?" I was like, "No," 
and that was the end of me playing the game. I was in your apprenticeship. I mean, yes. <laughs> are you guys joking or is this real? No, that, no this, this is, is completely what real. Your time well, you don't have to do what well, I'm no, doing, no. but. You, well, you've cho- but you've chosen to I do chose this. Well, I, I, I thought it'd be good thing do to that. do because I'll attract people to my town and that will help me in other ways. Nice yeah, but there's you know, multiple ways that you could pursue. I would say there's got to be something better than nice oh, I did fences. some missions, but oh, okay. So my big pet peeve I was I got the power armor. Yeah. Power armor is big mechanical suit that protects you from radiation. Really useful for taking down enemies. It's a really good thing to get in the game. Yep. Got that about a couple of hours in. Took it back to the town where um, there's like a rig you put it on where you can like tweak it and yep. upgrade it. And then I couldn't use it because the battery I had for it ran out. And there's a finite number of batteries in the game. Because oh. I thought I was being really dim. I was like, oh, there must be a way I, put, I charge this up. Yeah. I just haven't got a lightning cable for it or something. <laughs> I need to go find this and They're charge really it They're really hard up. to find. And then... It's like a micro USB cable like, in this office. It's like, this can't charge up when I use my sweet power armor. And then I, I when you know I was playing last week before wikis went live. So I looked this week, and there's a finite number of power armor fusion cores in the game. It is the apocalypse. I know, but what do you expect? So I've got this thing that's just looking at me that I've I pumped a lot of money into, thinking that oh, I'll be good to upgrade this and get a lot of use out of this. Yeah, I use it. Can't now. you just go and get some more batteries? I don't know where they are. You just have to find them. Right in the entire map. Mm. So unbelievable. What the, what the and positives then, then of the game? Every time we go back, there's this guy saying you have to build some beds. So I'll be building beds for people. <sighs> Apocalypse is awful. It's kind of not what I expected in Fallout 4. Yeah, there's other stuff to do. Like the but I've been mainly focusing on the fences I, and the I, beds. I would say you're not getting the full experience. <laughs> well, I've been turning down the fences to make the beds. But then as soon as I do that, he wants something else. I've, I've, I've put in drainage. Have you actually left thought, your no. little home to well, go and thought, explore the wasteland? I've put in drainage because I, like, I don't want people going on the floor. And then I've also put in fresh water pumps. Do you actually have to go and build it? Yeah. Or well, is it just well, a, a manual? Well, to a degree, you, like, you play something. I don't, you oh, have okay. to like, drill down and then... Right. Right. Stuff like that. Um, I just had this vision of you in a big power suit going around, just yeah. knocking down fences. Yeah. I accidentally, I saved, I saved this. See, a lot of the things just happen when you're walking around. It's all kind of like environmental and ambient. And you, I came across this diner, and these people, these savages, were attacking this diner. So yeah. I saved this woman who was screaming inside. And I went in, and I forgot to put my gun down, and she started firing, shooting me in the face. I was like, I'm saving you. I was saving you. If you put your gun down quickly enough, they might forgive you, but they might not. Right. So I just, I was rebooted it at that point I thought he was going to say I just, like, I just saved you I don't want to have to kill you right you know but one I of the other things nice. <laughs> so but that's it so you say it looks nice but yeah, there's been a lot of criticism that it doesn't well certainly well two things that it doesn't look that great and then certainly it's riddled with bugs yeah um, which is kind of you know Skyrim had the same criticism yeah you have to save frequently. Right. Um, I would use the quick save a lot because it can put you in situation. I've had a couple of situations where it's checkpointed me in a no-win situation. Right. Where I've run out of ammo and I can't get back, and I'm ba- you're basically screwed. Right. Um, so I use quick save. There's some bugs, but you know it's a huge game. Um, but I think it looks really pretty in places. Obviously, it's the apocalypse. But, but it's a nice-looking apocalypse. GTA Five was a huge game, and I don't. I don't think I encountered any that many bugs. Yeah. Of no, anyway, yeah, yeah. Um, well, some people have ascribed this to Bethesda using kind of aging engine that they're kind of bolting things onto rather yeah. than investing in completely new 
it takes a lot of money tech. to build a brand new engine. Yeah, um, and for no kind of immediate reward. Yeah, but I think so, of all the things to criticize it for, I think it's you know I think Fallout Three was a pretty dreary looking game. Yeah. Whereas this is like it's basically Boston and New England that's been devastated, but there's still blue skies. The night sky is really pretty, and even though everything's been destroyed, you come across kind of vistas that are really impressive. Uh, and there's really funny um, Easter egg actually. If you go to Boston, and you can find um, a door. Yeah. And the door says Provost, which is German for uh, yeah. like Provost. It's yeah, like yeah, Cheers. Yeah, yeah, you go yeah. inside, and it's the Cheers bar, recreated. And it kind of got it looks a bit like it, but you go to the edge of the bar, and Cliff and Norm are there as skeletons. Right. One of them is dressed as a postman. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That's, That's good. Funny. There's yeah. lots of Easter eggs like that. Yeah. There. So you're gonna stick with it. Um, I'll probably tool about it a bit, a bit more. Build a few more fences. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm not having them going on the floor again. I've got a, a nightmare. I've got to plant stuff now. I've got to do some cropping. But I can't find... I don't have any potatoes yet, so I've got to go find potatoes. It's a nightmare. Chris, are you interested? My wife's dead, and I'm still going shopping. You've not sold it to me. I'll be honest. <laughs> but some people love that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's just not my bag. No. What have you been up to? I've been away. I went to Los Angeles for Halloween, and uh, the screen's just gone out behind you, so that's... <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. We can keep going. Um, yeah, I always wanted to go to LA for that particular holiday, and it was good fun. <laughs> Halloween. Right. You really coy about it. was it. good fun. <laughs> I had a crazy week, though. I had a crazy week, and I got some recommendations. Go to, go to Los Angeles and go to Not Scary Farm and do the horror mazes. Not yeah. Scary Farm. Yeah, Not Scary Farm. They call it Not, not Scary Farm. Oh, yeah. okay. um, although, maybe only do two mazes. You don't need to do all 13 like we did, because they're all the same. It's all just someone hiding around a corner and jumping out of you when you walk through. <laughs> and you did all 13 of them. Yeah. Right. The people I was with wanted to do them more than I did. Good. <laughs> but they were my ride, so... <laughs> um, Carrie the musical, though. They'd done a musical of the horror film and the book Carrie. It was brilliant. All kinds of crazy special effects. And it was all, special effects were really good. Yeah, like proper telekinesis going on. I couldn't figure out how proper. stuff was moving <laughs> and flying around. Uh, blood everywhere. And then a couple of, towards the end, like people just flying over your head and stuff. <laughs> it was really impressive. I mean, the songs were terrible. But, right. what, but were, Can you remember any titles of any of the songs? No. I, no, I don't I, even know I, what the titles I was going to say something there. No, no. Go on, do it. No, I'm not going to do it. Go on. I'm having a period. Is that the opener? No, I'm having a period for the first time. No, I mean that seems heartbreaking, um, but not in a musical. <laughs> I went to an LA Lakers game. Yeah, spent too much money on it, and it was a bit boring. And they lost in the last minute, 140 bucks. Wow. Um, and then for I a did good seat or just no in the rafters. Oh my god, they lost in the last minute, last seconds. Yeah. Did, did you fully understand what was going on? It yeah. just kind of just goes. Yeah, too too many baskets, too many scores, too many scores in that sport. Uh, I went to Blumhouse, had a party. Jason Blum, the horror filmmaker, that was interesting. I went as Freddy Krueger. He went as Jem from Jem and the Holograms. Don't know what that is. I don't know if we grew up in the same decade or not. Sometimes, Alex, <laughs> it's a famous cartoon. Is it? I yeah, it was aimed at girls more than boys, but movie didn't do very well. No, it didn't no. do very well. Um, and I went, I did the Halloween parade in West Hollywood. Mm, a bit much that was but like because obviously like being a Night Hill carnival which is not my scene but it felt like Halloween was bigger here this year than it's ever been and it's Keeps only growing. continuing to kind of grow like what's it like in the US like literally yes. everyone is out well or? especially LA as well yeah. everyone's out I mean LA LA's a big entertainment town and you know I think Halloween is a big thing for people that are, you know did you see E.T.? 
No. Oh. No. That's a shame. I did... My favourite um, thing that I saw in the parade, though, was... I don't know how they'd done it, but the four people... Telekinesis. ...had got a bed, a, a big double bed, an old brass bed, and they put themselves at either end of it, like, two cup dressed old, and they were like the family from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, but going along <laughs> in this bed, like, walking along in this like, a full-size oh. bed. That was... That looked good. It's good, but then... You- in your wee at a party, you're like, oh, I've got to decouple myself well, I don't from know how they bed. got it there, or how they got it home. Um, but yeah, I mean, do you think you're going to be trick-or-treating soon? Uh, we would have done it this year, but we were in a premiere in. <laughs> you were around all the rooms. <laughs> yeah, just knock on my door. So, like, Scarlett did knock on our door, but there was no way on earth I was going to walk down the corridors and knock on doors. So we pretended, and she went outside. Oh, that's cute. But yeah, really nasty trick on her. And she did that 37 (laughs) times. (laughs) Just pretended to not be there, didn't open the door. She was out there all night. (laughs) But uh, yeah, we'll definitely do that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, I wasn't allowed to trick or treat when I was a kid because my mum said it was begging. Yeah. Right. I had that. I don't even remember it being that much of a thing when I was a kid. I'm sure the first we all heard of it was watching E.T. It's like, oh, what's going on here? Um, Do you all feel like slightly adjacent topic but like um, bonfire night is not a thing now as much because of Halloween overshadows it uh, I don't know it was I feel like for, for kids us. it still is because yeah. it's just every school has it and every local oh, I guess so. yeah, comes cool. and whatever they definitely all... like Scarlet's learning all about Guy Fawkes at the minute mm. all that kind of stuff so. <laughs> thing to learn about I'm getting tortured she's, like, she's reading V for Vendetta she's like remember remember the 5th of November like what's the rhyme Something <laughs> reason it. and plot. Yeah, like, reason and plot. Yeah, I see I'm no like, reason why. And she's saying all that. Oh, that's a bit weird thing to say yeah. to five year old. Same but... burn Christians. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't really talk about that. Okay, yeah, play that bit now. Um, but anyway, yeah, I was just recommending Carry the Musical for any of our Los Angeles listeners. Right, <laughs> if it's still on. Okay. As well as playing Fallout, you've been playing Tomb Raider. Yeah, I played all the Tomb Raider on my week off. Um, yeah, it's brilliant. Is it? It's really good. Like if you played the last Tomb Raider game, which was kind of a kind of reboot for the series, going an origin story. Yeah. Everything that game did really well. This one's just better, but in a probably bigger, more interesting environment. Um, I think it's most interesting when it's less like its obvious comparison, which is Uncharted. Yeah. You know, Uncharted does that spectacular action sequence where you're, you know, marginally controlling the lead character better than anyone yeah. like we saw that bike chase from E3 and that's incredible yeah, yeah. like that's uh, one of the best studios in the world on the top of their game you know Tomb Raider has moments like where you're sliding down a hill and you're grabbing ice but I think where it really shines is when you do the puzzle stuff yeah because <clears throat> that was certainly my concern <clears throat> when um, that was it Gamescom they showed it and pretty much the entire thing they focused on was just gunplay and I'm like yeah and the, I I see the apparently the, the reason for that is if you show a puzzle like you're solving it for people and they didn't like that's okay. what they said is like oh you're not showing tombs in on demos and stuff it's like yeah because if you show it you kind of know the solution to it right so the, there's loads of um puzzles in the game and there's loads of optional puzzles in the game that you can find so when you're exploring so the the way that the that map operates you go from a to b but along that you'll hit environments where um it's like a small open world Mm -hmm. and off that central area um as you kind of upgrade your equipment it's a bit metroid 
Vania, you can unlock certain optional tools, to, um, tombs. So in the first area, there might be a tomb that you can get into if you have explosive arrows. You'll right. only get that towards the end of the game. Right. So there's an incentive yeah, to go yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but some of the optional tombs are really good. Like They don't take longer than like 20 to 30 minutes, yeah. but they're so fun. So what they should do in that instance, going back to your point about spoiling the game, it's what they did for... Um, uh, the South Park game, because same thing, they were worried that, you know, <coughs> if you see the gags in demos or whatever. So they did a self-contained 20-minute, 30-minute kind of uh, demo. So that could be the demo that if you haven't played it or you want to try it on Xbox yeah. Live or whatever, you do that. That's the demo they show, but it never actually makes it into the final game. Uh, yeah. Well, they could have done the optional teams, I guess. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. But I think that's when it's really fun because that you turned me off the game. That demo because I really? was like, I know that Tomb Raider. I, d- I does definitely a lot think that because the one that they showed, I think it was a game, maybe E3 or Gamescom, where she is really stealthy and she's going mm. around, and she's jumping off rooftops and like slashing people's throats, and it's that's when it's less distinct. Yeah. That's when it's less Tomb Raider. That's when it justifies its like the whole reboot thing right. much less. But I think. Um, so is it quite balanced in terms of yeah, like like, gunplay and it, the tempo, the rhythm is what you expect. Right. Big shooty section, Can't puzzle section, yeah. shooting section, and by the end you're going. Oh, I wish there's probably more of the puzzle sections, but you know we live in a in an age where action games with guns sell very well, so it needs that component. Of course, of but course. and the gunplay is really good. Like I think the combat's fun. Yeah, it's just I like the other bits more. So out of are you going to sink more time to Fallout or Tomb Raider? Oh, you finished Tomb Raider, I feel like, but I will. I'm going to go back to Tomb Raider and do all the optional tombs because I really want to. Because right. and also I think it looks beautiful. It's a really good looking game. Okay, yeah, it's really stunning. All right. Okay. Last Pit Boy uh, news of the week. Uh, the trailer for Warcraft came out, but it came out shortly uh, after we finished the podcast. Actually, you saw Warcraft a long time ago, or at least you went on the set. And now yeah. you're able to talk about it. Donkeys years ago. Because I was thinking, when I went on the set of that, I went for dinner with Toby Kebble, who's in it, and he just got the role of Doctor Doom in Fantastic Four. He was buzzing. Which wow. has come out months ago. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and it's still not out till next summer, Warcraft. So yeah. that's a crazy long yeah. period of time. Um, so it probably was like two years ago that yeah. you, you did the set visit. Yeah, and, and So is it the same trailer they showed at uh, Comic-Con? Yeah, I think so, pretty much. And... As a movie fan rather than the Warcraft fan, what are your thoughts? Um, it's hard to get... Well, someone that doesn't know Warcraft, so coming at it cold. Um, it's hard to get my head around it. Um, obviously, I know a lot more than's in the trailer, which makes it a bit weird for me. And I've seen things in terms of the facial, the, the motion capture and how the faces look on those characters. I think it's going to be really incredible to look at right. but you can't really get a sense of it in that trailer because you're just getting snatches of people saying things yeah, 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 yeah. so at the moment for me they look a bit the characters are a bit too animated in that I'm not really seeing them as real creatures I'm seeing them yeah. as almost like cartoon characters that are going to interact with humans but I, I don't know I, you know it's hard to judge I feel like you'll get much more of a sense of them if you spend more time with them and, and see them I don't know it's just hard to get my head around what it is right now yeah do you like my concern is to the mainstream is that they're just looking at it and go it's another Lord of the Rings film and we've had six of those and unfortunately the last three weren't that good yeah I don't think that's definitely a danger and that's gonna it's gonna be compared to that all mm. the way through it's just even that they're friggin orcs you know half the film's about orcs so yeah so they don't have a different name 
I guess some of them are called Urukai. Mm-hmm. But again, I, I think, yeah, you're basically looking at humans versus orcs. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And it's selling a whole new myth to people. Um, yeah, I, I really don't know what's going to happen to that film. I'm, yeah. I'm hoping it works, you know, like the filmmaker and... and well, I think that's the thing, like, you know, looking at all the stuff that you got when you're on set, mm. he's certainly saying the right things Definitely. about, you know, this isn't a video game movie. And he it's knows. a movie that's yeah. telling a story and it's focused on the characters and the fact that it's a video game is almost secondary to all of that. But also, you know, huge fan of the video game he is. Like Rob Kaczynski, who, who we've had on the podcast, has sunk God knows how many hours. I think that's really game. interesting that Duncan Jones actually plays games. Yeah. Like, he's yeah. been in our office a couple of times and he's, he knows games, he plays a lot of PC he's games. He's more interested in talking about games than yeah. movies, to be honest. And, yeah. and we'll, we'll get him in here again soon to do the same. And I think with a lot of these adaptations thus far, you've had people attached that really maybe don't know the source material. Mm. And it's not a case of adapt, you know, it's not a case of duplicating or making turning that experience onto the big screen it's about adapting it yeah so to have someone who knows both media yeah. really well i think it's, cool it's kind thing. of almost like thing. i guess like jj abrams of star wars you know the, the love is there of the source material so he's going to try and turn that passion into a great movie yeah um, i'm just intrigued to see what the way into the movie is like what the first half hour is because i think with um Lord of the Rings, you got to know the hobbits and spend time with them and you fall in love with them and they're essentially humans. Yeah. They are humans, mm-hmm. but they're just in a, in a different shape. Whereas in this, I wonder if it's going to kick off with spending more time with the orcs. And then I don't know, it's harder as a viewer. I, I, I think I'll find it harder to understand these these people and kind of empathise with them if that's my way in rather than kicking off with the humans and spending time with them. Yeah. I think it might be quite jarring. Um, but I don't know, that's pure speculation I don't yeah. know how they structured the film but I don't know we you know everyone around this table and everyone listening I think wants there to be good video game movies sure. you know it's only going to help the industry both ways so it's the same with the Assassin's Creed movies I, uh, the main thing that draws me to that is Fassbender because you know it's rare that he puts in a poor performance so I just hope that he's got something to work on which yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping he will have yeah but Great. again, you know, if anybody can do Warcraft, I, I think it's probably is him. Let's I think hope so. He will do a uh, Duncan Jones will do a much better job than Sam Raimi, I think. Do you think? Yeah. But Raimi's got experience with the big, sure, but the big spectacle. But at the same time, I think you know the, the passion and the, it feels like even the people that he's pulled together on it. Yeah. He's got a great crew together yeah, in terms yeah. of actors and everything. Behind so. the scenes, he's certainly got the best of the best. Right. He really has. Yeah. His editor edited Star Wars. Really? Yeah. Blimey. Old fella. My God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had dinner with this guy. Uh, I was chatting with him it's at not dinner. Bad, is it? And he, he, uh, he was saying, oh, yeah, um, Brian, I, I helped Brian De Palma get this gig because he helped me get my previous gig and it was it really helped my career. I was like, oh, what was that? He said, oh, Star Wars. I was like, what? Yeah, you've yeah, 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 yeah. Star Wars. And I'm suddenly on IMDb. Like, oh, yeah, you did. You Literally, you edited Star Wars. Wow. And he edited all of De Palma's early films. So, yeah, he did Source Code, I think, with Duncan. And okay. so I remember Duncan saying to me that he's only ever worked with this guy now. He's just great. Yeah. And the guy doesn't work anymore. He only works with Duncan now when this stuff right. comes up. Also, good Quite for Duncan. Cute. Recently, they announced that Mute is... Mute's going to happen. Yeah, it's going ahead. Like, really he's, he's been talking about this for ages, yeah. this yeah. project, and Poor it looks, looks like it's happening in between. And someone said Sam Rockwell's going to be in it. So is that is, is it going to be Paul like... Rudd, a, and there was someone else as well. It's going to be like a pseudo-sequel to um, Moon, because he always said that, like, he, the idea was, like, in the background in Mute, you'd see on the news, like, hmm. uh, 
the character from Moon and what what, right. was, what had happened to that character. Right, so right. I wonder if he'll actually be in or some shared universe. Yeah, I think that's his idea. If yeah. um, Warcraft is successful, is the plan to do more? Yeah, big time with him or I yes. think he is contracted. Okay. Yeah, no, definitely. And, and what what Rob kind of said to me is that his frustration is that like the stories just get going when the film ends. Right, like yeah. the, the the bits that he loves from that universe happens down the line so right. they're just for him they were just getting to the good stuff well, it right. seems like they're quite confident with it because in the UK it's subtitled The Beginning right Warcraft The Beginning but at the yeah, same time if they've yeah, not come I out feel like and said that they're doing a trilogy or something like that I think, they said it's three, I, th- I think maybe in one of the videos you, we've got on the site uh, Jones talks about doing three movies or he's contracted for two it's, it's definitely right. the plan yeah. so it's whether but, they, but whether it yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's not like they've done a Lord of the Rings where they've had the confidence to make all three, three, yeah. the yeah, other yeah. Part, the other actor from you is Alexander Skarsgård ah he's hot Ooh. he is alright the opposite of hot badly drawn boy who's one of my favourite artists so really I, yeah I like badly drawn boy is he wow. still putting out stuff? I bought uh, The Hour of the Bewilderbeast, his first album, on the day it came out. Well, actually, I was sick off school that day. And so I asked my mum to go to Woolworths to buy it, and she thought I was joking. <laughs> I said, can you get me The Hour of the Bewilderbeast by Badly Drawn Boy? And she's like, what? That's not a thing. Oh, yeah. The sickness is he's gone. He's delusional. <laughs> <laughs> so I wrote you down a bit of paper, and she handed it over to the person because she was too embarrassed to say it. Right. It's one, one of my favourite albums. So how can that be a negative? I mean, he can't sing. And when was the last time he actually did anything? I don't know. I'm, I went to see him in a gig in Brighton. I bunked off school for the afternoon. See, this down, is all years and education. years ago. Went down to Brighton and um, went to a pub with my mates before the gig. And it was afternoon. It was empty apart from him in there. So we went and had a drink with him. How old What's his you? real name? Oh, he's got the same name as a cricketer. Damon, Damon Goff. Brian Lara. Like Darren good. Goff. Damon Goff, I think. Yeah, I might have made that up. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so anyway, can I just say for the record, I don't agree with Badly Drawn Boy being a bad thing. Once Around the Blocks, one of the best songs of all time. Unlucky, I named it. So ne- next week you can uh, name the good. Well, and I've bad. I've, uh, I've got some already. Oh, go on then. Um, <laughs> beers or tears? Amazing. It's good. Uh, and then these ones have a theme that I wrote. Okay. Um, He's made a list. Uh, boobs and moobs good and bad um, breasts and pests there's a theme Chris. isn't there there's very much a theme to your Chris. writing tits right. and nits <laughs> you can use any of them at any yeah. point Dale likes them I can see him smiling in the other room write, write about what you know um, that's the first rule of writing alright we'll stick with beers beers or tears yeah knockers and fockers see he can't help himself can he <laughs> jugs Not- and mugs <laughs> <laughs> but, but jugs and mugs are good they're both good. No, like you mug. And oh, what's yeah, a fucker? You mug. You mug. Oh, it's a film. It's a bad film. I'm sorry about that. Melons and... Felons. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> anyway, the bad news this week... Okay. Is that We're not winning that award next year. <laughs> <laughs> is that uh, there was a Jurassic World game in the works. Apparently. Um, but the studio went under and it is now extinct. Re- like the dinosaurs it focused on. Uh, yeah, it look, I wonder if they nixed that game as well. Like maybe they were set like it was early alpha footage that was yeah. This also, week. the 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 quote attached to it was that it would have been um, like an Xbox Live and PSN yeah. game, which yeah. obviously is totally fine. There's loads of really good games, but it's such a strange. Couldn't they get the guys that made Two Rock to do a Jurassic Park game? God, I don't know what they're doing these days. The I last Two Rock wasn't very good. Okay, yeah. 
first um, one was good though. Everyone's a dinosaur Again, game. I think your your memories are stuck like you're playing Chirot while listening to Badly Drawn Boy. Like neither <laughs> of those have done anything good for ages. Where are you going? I'm, I'm having a pint with Damon Goff <laughs> down in Brighton. Um yeah, it, like the lead character looks like Chris Pratt. It's a lot like Chris Pratt. The, it's Chris Pratt. And there's yeah. video footage, this testbed footage of him like going into stealth mode, there's yeah. some stegosauruses, T-Rex. It's a raptor headbang in a, like, a, a locker, locker, which is a bit Do weird. you remember that bit? It's the best bit of the movie. <laughs> um, it's, it, I wonder if it's something they were testing out and going, yeah. could this be viable? But uh, yeah. I'd love to see a game like that. Like Jurassic World, uh, no, uh, Dino Crisis, sorry. Yeah. Well, Great I think game. everyone like will look at Ark Evolved. Like everyone yeah, loves yeah. to look at that game. I don't think you know it's coming to console. I think maybe is it on Xbox One yet? Maybe. Um, but like people want that dinosaur game. People wanted um, Far Cry to do that. Primal isn't dinosaurs, is it? It's set uh, after dinosaurs. It's like it's mammoths and stuff yeah. and yeah, saber toothed yeah. tigers. But at the same time, the thing that makes it is having the John Williams score in the background. Yeah. Imagine that if you're kind of running mm. around and it's like the gates open and it's like that'd be incredible. Yeah. Not happening but at the same time, vetoed. at the same time, I wouldn't want it to be a kind of budget title. I yeah. want it to be. So I remember a few years ago, remember they brought out a Watchmen game that was Xbox Live, right? And it was like you know, Watchmen was big, a big film that Ooh. year. Ooh. Sorry, uh, it was a really big. <laughs> I hate that game. <laughs> really big film that year, and it was like an Xbox Live game. I played with my cousin, and it was it was terrible. It's just like this beat 'em up. Right, it was terrible. There you go. And uh, somebody else has said that there's too many Star Wars trailers and images. Now, bear in mind, I've I'm been on a Star Wars blackout no, for the last three months. I'll put that in there, but I'm not obviously, because that is the point. We're not going to talk about it. I don't know if it. there is or isn't. I think they've actually been very good. Okay. You, what was the last thing you saw? saw? I didn't look at the, the Asian trailer or the J- Japanese trailer, no. So I think, uh, again, like, just for everyone listening as well, I'm not going to say anything specific. No. But after that, obviously, me and Gav had to watch them. We've done, like, analysis on the site. There's a lot more footage in the Japanese trailer and even the 30-second TV spot yeah. where you can start to work out certain beats, yeah. I think. And in the new images that came out, certain costume things give certain things away yeah. in the new images. There's a lot and of stills. And I, I unfortunately had to look at them today because I was tweeting the story and right. so I went through to find an image and it was like I kind of wish I hadn't seen all that and then I right. saw some quotes uh, from Abrams from the interview in it's in Entertainment Weekly isn't it I believe yeah. so yeah. yeah and he's saying stuff about oh this character actually they're not in the movie all that much and then saying what this character is known by now in this movie and it's like it's fine but it's like filling in those little details that in the movie you would give you a little bit the, of the a, thing oh, is, yeah, are we nice. treating this differently though are, I mean obviously it's our job to and you are specifically combing through things so yes. much whereas if you just saw that TV spot once is it just oh that looks exciting probably and it's not going to all you're not going to be figuring everything out in your head because it's 30 seconds probably I think also it's at odds with the campaign thus far like we've had relatively few drops and we're so close now to get all this in you know a short amount of time feels more whereas Avengers we've seen loads of that yeah. throughout the year mm. leading up to it it's just how the marketing people decided to do it haven't they they feel yeah. like it needs a, it needs a last push now mm. people can buy tickets so they've obviously just I don't think it needs a last push there's always there's always more to be made sure, more, you know sure. get, get people to buy tickets now rather than wait I know a lot of people yeah. that have said I'm definitely seeing it and I was like have you booked your ticket they were like no I was like well you're going to have to book well, you see, ticket yeah, see in March yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, that's like, obviously, we're going to go and see it day one, but I was talking to the missus about, you know, do you fancy going to see it over Christmas? And she's like, oh, I'll see what you think first. I'm like, okay. Be but, yeah, yeah, I don't know if we can. So. Why aren't we going at midnight? Because I'm going to be asleep, quite frankly. <laughs> you can Not go at midnight. Star Wars. Yes. Probably too late now. 9.30 is just right. Get into town, cup of coffee, watch the film. A few beers. Take a few few cans in. (laughs) Yes. Oh, Oh, it's exciting. We're getting really close. How many podcasts till Star Wars? Four. Four? Four or three. Three or four. We should have worked. Yeah. Four. Exciting. That's a good point. Yeah. It depends because we normally record podcasts on the (laughs) Thursday. So do we podcast after? We can't make any podcasts. Tell us what to do, Disney. Tell us when we can see it and who we're interviewing, and then we'll know. Um, we should do a Star Warsy uh, podcast though. Do it in the pub. A pre one, like picking our favourite moments or something. Oh, from the films thus far. Yeah, yeah. Right, okay. We should do something Star Wars themed. But because if we don't like the film, we might not want to talk about it afterwards. So I, I'm sure there will be lots to talk. Even about. Even if we don't like it. Yeah. My, the, the the other thing is like just on social media, so much stuff is embedded in Facebook images. Images. Oh my god. Like, it's just impossible to try and avoid. And even people's theories. It's like, Someone did that to me yesterday in the pub. They told me their theory. Right. And it sounded quite like a good theory. And I right. was like, well, why? Yeah. I didn't want to hear wanna, that. I don't know. That's why I'm not thinking about it. So anyway, if anybody writes into this explaining their Star Wars theory, I'm not going to read it. In fact, I'm not going to look at any emails well, now you've or said social that. media for now the Now you said month. that. I was going to bloody write yeah. in with it. Not, not, I'm not going to be on the podcast for a Make up the most ridiculous rumours you can and send them to Alex. You can do that if you want. Care of this podcast. Uh, now uh, it is the time for us to end the world and for Chris Tilly to crawl into a little bunker and tell us, if the world were to end, what he would take with him. What did you guys take? I took Minecraft, mm-hmm. the video game. <laughs> You've never because played I've never played it. Because <laughs> I was getting into it. You absolutely <laughs> hate it. <laughs> Ten minutes in, you're like, I, oh. I think I will like it, though, because it's, it's limitless. I can build whatever I want. The only thing that's you don't. It, how long has it been around? Uh, Five, six. Quite years. a long time. You've not liked I mean, it enough. You've not been no, interested no, no. enough to it's have not a that go. I've not liked it, but it's one of those things that it's a kind of. I like <laughs> games in this real world that have a start and a finish, and I can finish them within a reasonable time. Whereas that, if I had tons of time, then I'd, I'd absolutely sink in. Uh, in a nuclear bunker, it'd be the perfect game. Well, to when take. this happens and you're in there, I hope you hate it. I also took Lego because I like Lego. Okay, and I can build whatever I want. There's, There's a, a pattern for building. There's a pattern for building. You'll love it. Yeah. If, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, mate, if Fallout Four is anything to go about, you've got a lot of other building <laughs> yeah. to do. Take so Fallout. you're doing Lego, you're doing uh, Minecraft, and you're gonna have some bricks and mortar as well. That's <laughs> your third thing. Uh, a microbrewery. Microbrewery. Oh, we're on the same page. Really? Yeah, yeah but I, I won't get there yet. What were your dad? I haven't done mine yet. I'm doing mine next week. Oh. This is the last week. Oh. This is it. <laughs> this is it. We're never doing I'll, it again. I'll just keep them to myself then. You've <laughs> okay. been left out in the wasteland. Right. Got nothing. <laughs> I've, done, I've done something a little bit different. Oh. Okay. I've gone off P. So let's let's start with my first one first. This is normal. So first is it, one first. Is it, is it, that's that's how I like to roll. Is it boobs and moobs. Uh, <laughs> I'd like a pub. Well, what? Don't shake your head. You had a microbrewery. Mine's better. Yeah, but at least I. But like I make my own beer, whereas you're just taking a whole pub. What with bar stuff? I'm getting to it. <laughs> okay. oh, so it's got a well-stocked bar. 
Yeah. Obviously. Uh, pool slash snooker. I prefer snooker, but I know most pubs have pool. Yeah. Uh, I would rather snooker. Uh, darts. You know how much I like darts. Yeah. Um, Plays every lunchtime. Sky Sports on the big screen. <laughs> Pointless. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what, showing reruns? Yeah. There's, there's Sky Sports Gold, all that stuff. Uh, and <laughs> and this is key, barmaids. Right. Barmaids. Okay. And that is key. Lovely, lovely barmaids. So what happens... After a month, because even if you've got a well-stocked bar, you're going to run out of beer. No, no, yeah. this it, it's it's well-stocked, so that means <laughs> indefinite, indefinite beer. I don't think uh, you'd have to have a massive cellar. Snooker and darts are games you can play forever. Just get better and better at them. <laughs> yeah, so I'm happy with that. That's choice one, and that's okay. just what that's one choice, isn't it? That's just the whole thing. That's one choice, one choice. as a pub. <laughs> It's, okay. what, it's three all those elements okay. in it. Okay. You're going to say like London in because it's got lots of pubs and restaurants. <laughs> London as it was. That's ridiculous. Right. London as that? it was before the apocalypse. Yes. <laughs> uh, number two, uh, Larry David. Right, yeah. I really like Larry David. I, he makes me laugh. I think I, I want to be happy and laugh. Yeah. And I, I agree with him on almost everything he says in real life. And then his mm. character, which obviously says a lot of unsavoury things and does a lot of... I kind of agree with him as well. So I think we'd just be able to shoot the shit a lot together, just right. sitting I'm there. Sitting, I'm sit, cool. sitting in your pub. Yeah, putting the world to rights. Saying inappropriate things to bastards. Oh, he'll have to, I'll be honest. Yeah. There's not a lot else to do. Have you got snacks in the pub? Well, of course, it's yeah. a well-stocked bar. Okay, so <laughs> what are you talking? Scratchings, crisps, I don't nuts. like scratching. How many different, nuts. How many different beers have you got on tap? It's well stocked, so it's everything. It's everything. Oh, it's everything. That's ridiculous. It's everything. This is my fallout shelter. This is my pub. Does it do? Uh, Camden Hills is definitely there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's mainly. I'll be honest. It's mainly it... Camden Hells and vodka. Does it do pub okay. food? Does it do food? Is it just snacks? Yeah, it's a well stocked just... bar. He'll <laughs> <laughs> keep feeding the bar. Stop asking him questions because he's just going to keep saying that. <laughs> What is your third choice after so a pub is, and Larry David? This is where I'm going off piste. Right, uh, really? Okay. I thought I'd let the people decide. <laughs> so I, I put it on Twitter and we'll pick the best from uh, what gonna do it live, my we? followers on Twitter. I did it early. I did it just before I came in. Okay. You want to make sure you get responses. And <laughs> yes, just sitting here. <laughs> refreshing. No, no, there's quite a lot. I started okay. making notes and quite a few came through. So let's go through what the, the readers suggested or the Twitter people. So we're kicking off with... Uh, Toby Armstrong says, Back to the Future box set. Someone that knows me and knows my heart. Yep. Greg McLennan says, Elvis, Dolly or Hank Williams? I wouldn't mind Dolly Parton, but maybe young Dolly Parton. Chris. What? Just stop it. She's a very good singer. Right. Yeah, and people um, say... Yeah, and she works very good singer. Five, so... <laughs> um, uh, a dude I know in, in the States called Moises. Uh, he says, Fallout 4. I see what he's done there. I think you'll have enough there. of that. Yeah. Uh, Chris Warren says Infinite Kitten. It, infinity Kitten. That's what Rory picked. What he Rory said picked. Infinite Kitten. Okay, maybe it's just unlimited kittens. Uh, Martin Chadwick says a tablet. Providing internet is still working, it has endless possibilities. Well, of course internet's not still working. And We've got Sky Sports, mate. Like, <laughs> Does he mean the paracetamol as well? In which case that's... It's just the one. Yeah. Uh, oh, Nicholas Gallagher says Infinite Kittens are all the rage. Uh, Trilson Fist says Swiss Army Knife uh, Mark Stewart says Another Human Preferably Female You've got your barmaids The Irish Nerd says uh, The very best of Enya <laughs> It's lovely music um, in, the, in this pub This well-stocked pub Have you got a jukebox? 
Yes, I meant uh, to write that down. Yeah, definitely and is, a jukebox. And is it all music ever made? It's a well-stocked jukebox. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> no, I think I'd probably pick what's on the jukebox. Okay. So. What, just as the the blast is coming towards you, like, hang on a minute. <laughs> More Motel. <laughs> More Sam Cooke. I've got Enya. Uh, Notre, Notre Dame says highlight packages of last three Liverpool matches. And that's because Palace beat them the last three games. Ah. Uh, but if you've got Sky Sports Gold, it's all on there, right? Yep, all on there. Every full <laughs> match ever. The Jedi Ranger has a good one. Yeah. The Genesis device from Wrath of Khan. Okay. Mm. That is a good idea. Wow. Clever. Uh, Surely you have to launch it at the planet, and doesn't it kill the planet before it creates new life? <laughs> I can't remember. Yeah. Maybe like... It sounds like a good idea. Maybe set it off at the bottom of the garden <laughs> and get inside. But you haven't got a garden, you're inside a bunker. Oh, it's a well-stocked... Add <laughs> It's got uh, beer going. <laughs> My friend Tom Lancaster says Shaolin Soccer DVD. That's because I made him watch that film and he hated it. Right. Uh, Adam Thomas says Netflix. Oh, I don't think it will be working, but okay. Well, I, I believe that people are taking in things that are similarly ridiculous. Why? Everything I've got is self-sufficient. No, well, Minecraft, Minecraft. You haven't got a computer to play it on. You've got, have you got electricity? What? Yes, of course. Well, how's your pub going to work? Well, then I've got it for Netflix as well. well. It's not the electricity; it's the internet connection. There's no internet. <laughs> There's electricity, but no internet. There's electricity, but no internet. Yeah, yes. servers have died elsewhere. Yeah. Uh, Rick Grimes says flashlight. I don't really understand what they are. I don't believe that. Rick for Grimes. A Alex Taverner says a piece of paper to remind you to take the other two things. And then, yeah, someone else has said flashlight. So I think... <laughs> two people that know you very well. <laughs> I don't hey, know. Really love this. I've talked about it on here before. I don't really know. I don't really get what, why flashlight's useful when you've got a hand. Um, you taking your hands? Yeah, they're in the pub. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I think I'm going to go with... Well, what do you think out of that lot? Genesis. Genesis device. device. It's, yeah, it's pretty good because it kind of negates having any of the other things. Yeah. Start again with the barmaids. I don't think, yeah, but it'll take a while to build a well-stocked pub, though. Yeah, you, you have that as a basis. Yeah. Is Spock inside the torpedo? I don't know. Yeah, because the other thing I wanted, which I just thought would be too far-fetched, was Premiership football. <laughs> what, like, it literally keep, like, going? Yeah, like... Every, what, what happens if you just get, get relegated? <laughs> but the players just get well, older I, I and just older. I watch Premiership football. It's fine. It's just, it would keep me entertained every right. week. So could I have Premiership football? No. All right, Gen three. It's the Genesis device. <laughs> Not just Genesis, which would be amazing. <laughs> like you just play in a corner of the pub. Well, he's out of retirement now, isn't he? he so. is. Yes. Excellent. That was uh, fun. There you yeah, go. Those yeah. are Chris's uh, Nuclear Holocaust hideaways. I changed it to Nuclear Holocaust hideaways because Holocaust hideaways sounds like something completely mm, different. Move on. Move on. Move on. Move on. Yeah. Shoot. Uh, let's move on to this week's feedback, which is pretty sparse after all of the amazing suggestions for good and bad. Uh, Suge suggestions. Yeah, I mean, none of it's been highlighted, so I, this is very amateur. That's because I want you to read it all, very including amateur. the date the email was sent and everything. 6th of November 2015 at 7.33am. Oh, early. Uh, Robbie Smart says, uh, good morning, IGNers. Good morning. I was hoping you could clarify something for me. In episode 301, after your Guillermo del Toro interview, some of your panel went to play Black Ops 3. Rory and Luke Marley. It was mentioned that the campaign was beefier. I hate to quote, but one of your team was told the campaign was 20 hours long. But in the review in progress on the website, the campaign is said to be six hours. Can you shed any light on this? I got quite excited for a COD game with a 20-hour campaign. And I'll read the rest after you've so, answered that So there's question. either 
two suggestions here. You can play the campaign with four players. So if you play it four players each six hours, it's actually 24 hours long. So we were wrong. So it's, there's that. Or it's Luke Kamali making stuff up. Okay. Has anyone... Oh, he's... Yeah, he's, he's not here. In touch with Otherwise, I would ask him. Yeah, maybe we'll come back to this next week. But I think the latter is more likely. It needs some clarification and potentially an official apology from... And a public shaming. LK. Okay. <laughs> right. uh, and he also has a suggestion for good, bad points of the week. Uh, covered in glitter or couldn't be shitter. It's very good. That's very it's good. very good. What happens if your shit is covered in glitter? Also, glitter's not that much fun the day after. Yeah. It gets in every crevice. Yeah. yeah. Same with shit. But anyway, uh, thank you, Robbie. Excellent email. Kyle Chester Marsden, first time writer in. Um, he went to see 4D Experience in um, the cinema and he wrote in once and said it was too gimmicky. Yeah. Now he's gone back, experienced it again and thought it was incredible. Um, he went to see The Martian and he says it was incredible. The opening scene with the panning shot of the globe had me feeling weightless and frankly a bit travel sick in a good way as the seat revolved in a circular motion mirroring that on screen. Fast forward 20 minutes and I'm being hit with gale force winds and a misty fog as the storm on <laughs> Storm of Mars causes devastation to the crew members. I then have to plant potatoes for the next twenty. What? <laughs> He's having a laugh. I may be making that bit up. Oh. Um, strobe effects we then use sparingly and wisely, and much can be said about the water effects, which I should add. You can turn on and off via a button on the armrest. So basically, what I'm saying is that whilst it may sound very gimmicky, it does. It does. It I sounds actually, ridiculous. I actually threw, I just got this idea of him spinning in the chair, <laughs> sort of spraying him in the face. Just like The Martian. Yes. Um, I actually thought he actually thoroughly enjoyed it. I would implore you all to give it a go. Where does this happen? I didn't know this was an option. Well, I think yeah. um, in his, England? I think it's just it? in his living room. Do we do this in England, though? <laughs> uh, what say it? I feel like the Americans do 4D, but... We will have to it look says it a cinema yeah. near him. So, okay. Tell us where. Thank we you, should Kyle. all go down, though. We should... It sounds ludicrous. Uh, we could uh, we should film ourselves Shia Bush style. On yeah. a slightly related topic, I went to see Spectre at the weekend, and it was quite. It was like eleven thirty showing, but because the kids, neither myself or Charlotte had had anything to eat, so she went full hot dog first thing in the morning. <laughs> you never go full hot dog. But the hot dogs, <laughs> first thing. hot dogs weren't ready, and we were literally <gasps> the film had started, and so she oh, said, "The opening scene's the best bit." Can you bring it into me? And I'm like, "What?" what? Anyway. So we're in there, the trailers have finished, Spectre starts, Mexico City, door opens, guy comes up. We're in the middle of the fucking uh, <laughs> row, and this guy's leaning forward with a hot dog top with like crispy onions and everything, and Charlotte's standing up and grabbing it, and then eating the hot dog, and I'm just there going, oh my god, this is so we're embarrassing. We're the worst people ever to go to the <laughs> So cinema. embarrassing. And then, of course, she's like, what did he just say? Because she's grabbing the freaking hot dog, and I'm like, oh my god. There wasn't a lot of dialogue, thankfully, in that scene. I don't care, but it's like... So, apologies to anyone who was sitting behind Alex yeah. in that screening of Spectre. Oh, man. Well, apologies to me, I was so embarrassed. I, I was literally... She was there, and I was kind of facing the other way. Yeah. So I was not related That's grounds for divorce. I'm genuinely. She liked the hot dog? Was it was good. <laughs> she really stank. She turned around <laughs> to talk to me, and she was like... Ooh. I was like, oh, my I God. I might have a hot dog at Star Wars, strong. though, but I won't have onions on it. No, 9 30 30 in the morning. morning. It's breakfast. It's a sausage. It you have sausage for breakfast. I actually would quite enjoy that. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all sitting together, but you've all got me in. I drank too much. I ordered a large uh, Fanta. Do you need a wee? I needed I think that's what you need to do. It's worse because you ruined like, the last 30 minutes of the film. Well, I'm, so well, I nearly burst my bladder during Spider Man 2. <laughs> I didn't want to go for a wee, and then I was actually in pain. There was an 18 month period where Tom Cruise movies made me want to piss. Yeah. Three in a row, The Firm, A Few Good Men, another one. They were all <laughs> an 18 month period. <laughs> well, they came out just every six okay. months and, and they were all two and a half hours long and they all just. But it's never happened since. No, it's, it's just that. It's just that. Okay. It's there that was a period of time where he made me want to wait. And you had a tiny bladder. Anyway, I'm not going Great to maker. drink. <laughs> I, I might have a coffee before Star Wars, but that's it. Okay. That's your lot, is it? Good yeah. to know. Yeah. And I might Ooh. take a bottle in. Of. Just to a piss in. Just for laughs. Don't do that. I ruined the movie for everyone. We're going to be having hot dogs. <laughs> yes. can, we, can we go now? Yeah, we uh, yeah, that's it for this week's podcast. Uh, thank you, as always, for listening. And we will be back same time next week. Until then, goodbye. Cheerio.com. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.